By far, the most searched terms on the Internet relate to pornography. The addictive nature of it is well documented. The arch enemy of the soul has taken God's holy gift of sexual relations within the marriage and replaced it with the lust of the flesh and the eye. If you are a pastor or a church ministry leader, stay tuned with us as we discuss pornography and the new freedom to love with family ministry specialists, Drs. Claudio and Pamela Consuegra, next on Ministry in Motion. The Consuegras, welcome to Ministry in Motion. Thank you. Glad to be here. Claudio and Pam, what a privilege it is to have you here as we discuss this very relevant and real topic. You know, let's just dive right in. What led you to develop a resource to deal with pornography? You know, there are many other things we would rather be talking about, Ivan, <laughs> but unfortunately it's one that we have to talk about. Yes. Not long ago, I was talking to a colleague, a family ministries director at a conference, and he said to me, you see that guy over there? He's the principal of an academy, a different conference, by the way. Mm -hmm. He installed a filter in his academy to protect the kids from going into certain sites. But what he noticed was that the highest traffic to pornographic sites didn't happen during the school year. Mm -hmm. It actually happened during camp pitch. Now, for those conferences that still have camp meeting, you know, camp pitch is when the pastors come in to prepare the campgrounds for camp meeting. Sure. That's a sad story and a sad reality. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric Stenbacken, who's a film uh, director, a photographer, approached us and he said, I'm concerned about this issue. What if we partner and develop this resource? And that's how New Freedom to Love came to be. But porn is not just a pastor's issue, is it? That's absolutely correct. In fact, Ivan, as of today, 11 states have declared pornography a public health issue. Wow. And yet, as a church, we have been silent. Mm. You know, everyone recognizes it's an issue. Research sure. tells us it's an issue. And in fact, we have found out it's also an issue among our pastoral families. And yet, we have pretended it doesn't exist. Yeah. So, Claudio and Pam, this is not just a pastor's issue. It's on the rise in the church and out of the church. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but what has caused the rise of pornography? Well, in the past, to access pornography, you probably have to go to a store and buy a magazine and run the risk of being seen by somebody, mm -hmm. or maybe go to a movie theater, but there's a chance someone might see you. But with technology being available in the home, then it became free to anyone anywhere. In fact, most pornography is not accessed through computers, but through cell phones. Mm -hmm. Wow. So it's everyone has it, and everyone has it available anywhere, anytime. Also, another interesting point uh, that research tells us is that it usually begins by accidental exposure. Mm. Now, what do we mean by that? The reality is, Ivan, that I don't have to initially go looking for porn 
on my smartphone or on a website, right. Right. it finds me. Yes. And regardless of how many filters are put on my on my phone or on my electronic devices, mm. they find a way around it. Yes. And so pornography finds you. So accidentally at first, mm. but all it takes is one click on that link and we find ourselves becoming hooked so easily. Some boys are exposed to it, and I say boys specifically, exposed to it on average by the age of nine, mm -hmm. and some boys by the age of eight are already addicted to pornography. Wow, Pam, you mentioned earlier that it is now considered to be a health crisis. Yes. So let's talk about it. If people are addicted to anything, it is a health crisis. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's talk about the addiction to pornography. Any words of wisdom, any thoughts? Well, addictions in general have the root, as a root cause, loneliness. That's what experts would tell you. But they also follow a certain pattern, a certain cycle. Normally, it begins with an uh, infatuation, if you want to say it that way, with the pornography. You're thinking about it all the time. Uh, anything triggers the idea, the thought of, mm. you know, I want to access it again. Mm -hmm. But then you begin to ritualize it. And so then you begin to think, when I get to the office, when I'm alone, or when my wife and the kids are already in bed, that's when I will access it. And so it becomes a, a ritual, something to look forward to. Sure. Then you actually act out. But then that goes into despair or takes you into despair because you feel bad. But when you're in despair, you need to fill that void again somehow. And so you begin the cycle again. Now, if you think about it, if you repeat that cycle over and over again, it gets stronger and harder to break. And that's why this addiction is so difficult to break. Some people compare it to addiction, worse than addiction, addiction to cocaine. Hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about addiction, and pastors do get addicted to, to mm -hmm. many things. Uh, but there was one word, loneliness, mm -hmm. that you used. Mm -hmm. um, have you heard in your travels, in your counseling, in your relationship with ministry workers that they are lonely? Absolutely. In fact, if we think about the opposite of addiction, well, the medical experts tell us the opposite of addiction is connection, oh. connection. And so for so many pastors, they're missing this connectivity. Yeah. You know, we don't have close friends. Uh, maybe it's not good to have close friends. <laughs> I think about the years when I was ministerial secretary and the pastors that lived far out in the middle of nowhere, we would say it. Isolated. Exactly. They had right. sometimes two or three churches, sometimes an hour or more each church from one another. The closest district would be two hours away. They have no one that they could reach out to. I mean, we would have our monthly ministerial meetings, but once a month is not even enough. So you're isolated. You really can't have the, or develop friendships within the church. Yes. You can't talk to sometimes administration. You're very lonely. And therefore, then you reach out to things to fill that loneliness, often things that are not healthy. You can mm -hmm. do other things, but sometimes you reach out to things that are not healthy. And you know, Pam um, and Claudio, this is a very interesting subject because not only do you have the loneliness or the isolation, but you know, pastors spend time on their computers, on their smartphones, right. they're answering emails, they're sending texts. Uh, people are 
uh, sending them videos. Mm -hmm. And to think that porn chases you mm. yes. mm. or goes after you in the places of ministry Absolutely. Mm -hmm. where ministers serve is amazing to me. Well, isn't that how the devil works? He seeks about as a roaring lion, yeah. and, you know, and you're absolutely right. If we even think about how today one of the avenues that we have the most success in in ministry is social media. Yes. And there again... That's another avenue that pornography just reaches out its claws and grasps us. Yeah. You know, this is a subject that um, is pervasive. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to the, the future conversation on this program about some other things. So you can help people. So you can help pastors. You're watching Ministry in Motion. We're talking with Drs. Claudio and Pamela Consuegra. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. We're talking with family ministry specialists, Drs. Claudio and Pamela Consuegra. And when we left the broadcast last, we were dealing with this whole issue of pornography and freedom to love. And I, I can't wait to hear about that. But when we left, we dealt with the addiction of pornography. Um, what are the triggers? I, you, you said someone may be exposed at a young age, and that um, opens the door to a lifelong struggle. Uh, you mentioned at the age of eight even, Claudio, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's talk about the triggers. You gave me a word, HALT, H-A-L-T. What is that about? <laughs> well, and that's an easy way to remind ourselves of those things that triggered that desire for us. I learned that from a pastor who was addicted to pornography. He's the one that taught us that, Bernie Anderson, who actually is one of the presenters in our resource, No Freedom to Love. So HALT stands for age hungry. When you're hungry, it's not just hungry physically, but yes. hungry spiritually. Mm. But let's just think about the hunger, the physical hunger. You come from an evangelistic series. You're out visiting every single night. You're constantly on the go, and you're not really even taking care of yourself. And that physical hunger suddenly triggers the thought of the other loneliness, the other emptiness that you have. So the sure. first one is age for hungry. Hungry. Hmm. And the next one, A, is for anger. Mm. You know, um, I think we have to admit, even in ministry, there are times when we experience anger. Sure. Sometimes we like to call it righteous indignation, <laughs> but, but we do get angry at times. and Frustrated sometimes because of a decision that the board, ma uh, board uh, made in, in, in opposition to what we were trying to mm -hmm. do and things like sure. that. And, and yet, what's the outlet? You know, too often in ministry, we feel like we don't have any one to talk to. We don't have any other way to, as an outlet, to get rid of that anger, to get rid of our, our frustration. And so we seek other ways of, of calming us, of sedative, so to speak. Wow. And unfortunately, pornography has the effect initially Mm. of being like a sedative, of being a drug, mm. so to speak. A depressant, it, maybe? It's our drug of choice. Yeah. Huh. So you have hungry, angry, 
lonely, and we already talked about the loneliness, the isolation that we sometimes experience in ministry. Sure. And T is tired. Mm -hmm. And again, how often we keep going and going because the members demand more and more of us, mm. because our family needs us, because we need to develop our own skills, education, so many things that surround us, and we are worn out, and we just need something mm. to help us calm that desire for all the things that we're looking mm -hmm. for. So HALT is, is a good uh, acronym to remind us when we experience these things, beware. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But the biggest problem with seeking that drug of choice is that it doesn't last long. Mm. It's not fulfilling and you yeah. always need more. Yeah. And thus yeah. we have this progression, yeah. this progression of maybe an accidental exposure to becoming hooked on it to where it just becomes a downward cycle. Mm. You know, being tired, Claudio, um, I think that's every minister's plight mm -hmm. uh, at one point or another mm -hmm. that you'll get tired. And it's amazing to me, you know, Jesus said, come aside and rest a while. But uh, today, ministers, uh, people in general, the church, uh, maybe choosing porn um, mm -hmm. as a sedative, as mm -hmm. Pam said. Yeah. Um, what would you say to someone who is addicted? How could you help them halt? The recognition of my issue is huge. But what would you all say? What have you said to pastors? who have shared their experience with you. Um, any thoughts of uh, wisdom, any biblical advice um, in your journey as family ministry specialists? How have you all helped people stuck in porn? Well, one thing that we say is if, if you look through the cycle that we talked about earlier, I think one of the, the most important parts of that cycle where we can break it mm -hmm. is the ritual. Break the ritual. In other words, I ask myself the question, uh, what place sure. am I accessing porn which, with which device and what time of day? Specific questions. Very specific questions. And so to interrupt those rituals, hmm. interrupt the cycle. You know, in other words, if I'm accessing it yes. by my cell phone, uh, I remember a conversation we had with someone who was deep into pornography and we actually we were talking to the husband and wife and we actually had to say to them one thing you need to do is get rid of your smartphone mm. get a phone in other words that only has that only has the capability of text you know you can't access the internet I um, see. maybe you know you can't go to websites right. and then give your spouse the, the passwords sure. to your computer because in today's world, the reality is very often, like you mentioned earlier, we need our electronic devices for work more and more. <clears throat> sure. Uh, maybe you need them to write your sermons. Sure. So let's interrupt that cycle. Interesting. You know, uh, you all are dealing with something that is uh, really almost a new thought for me because as we think about Access, we have full access. But Claudio, you mentioned something earlier about having to formally go to a store and 
wonder if people are seeing you. So is there something there about the privacy of porn? Pam, you mentioned about mm -hmm. having your, letting your spouse have access to your device. Um, is that another thing to upset the whole secrecy of, of, of looking at porn? Is that a remedy? So one of the things that we found with other resources that have been used, like one, there's one called Freedom Begins Here, mm -hmm. is that if we call for a meeting of anyone interested, nobody would come. <laughs> because if I'm involved in it, I don't want anyone, anyone to know. Sure. And if I'm not, I don't want anyone to think I am. Sure. So the reason we created this resource, New Freedom to Love, the way that we did was to be shown to anyone at any time. And in fact, we made it for a free download to all pastors or lay people. Wonderful. And our hope is that the pastors will watch the resource themselves and also show them to, the, show them to their congregation. That way, it's not just for certain people that may be dealing with the issue, but to everyone in the church. Even if they're not, it's good for them to be informed about it. You know, when we come back, we're going to look at an actual video from that resource, New Freedom to Love, found on newfreedomtolove.org. Stay tuned. You're watching Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. We're dealing with pornography on this broadcast a very real subject. And now we want to talk about some resources, new freedom to love. Before we dive into that, what are ways in which parents, you know, a parent may be addicted, a spouse, but how can parents protect their children or help their children mm -hmm. in this obsessed world with pornography? Well, we stated earlier that the number one way they are exposed initially is accidental exposure. Sure. So looking at that, the number one predictor of whether children are going to be able to handle that when it comes, not if, but when, sure. is a positive relationship with their parents. Right. Mm. It's not an internet filter, although those are great and we recommend those. Yes. But if we only look to that to prevent uh, access to pornography, we've made a mistake. It's mm. a positive relationship with mom and dad. One of my professors in my graduate program used to say, positive attention is better than negative attention, but negative attention is better than no attention at all. And when we are so focused on our own cell phone or computer or work and not giving our kids the positive attention they crave, uh -huh. they will find it someplace else. Yes. And that's how sometimes they get into it. So as Pam said, the best thing you can do for your children is to develop a good relationship with them, give them the time and attention that they desperately need and want, mm. you'll see that you are building the barriers that they need mm. to not get into such things. That's fantastic. You all have been blessed to create this new resource, New Freedom to Love, found on newfreedomtolove.org. Um, some may have missed why that was uh, created. You may want to give us a quick commercial but then talk to me about that resource. We created two promos that can be used in the church, and maybe this might be a good time to show one of them. Yes. Let's watch it now.
Hey, thanks for visiting with me today. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, okay, let's go on three, yeah? All right, one, right. two, three. Jessica, welcome to church. I'm glad you made it safely today. Um, so what's going on? Oh, oh nothing. nothing. Would you like a bulletin? Hey guys, good to see you. Good to see you too. Good morning. Hi, Pastor. Oh, hey, good morning, everyone. I'll be in my office. Do you want to go sit down? Okay, um, seriously, what's going on here? <sighs> okay. So um, this is kind of embarrassing, but we have a, um, a bear. Bear? Sh sh yes, a bear. It roams the parking lot and attacks our members. There's really nothing we can do. A bear? That's not embarrassing. That's dangerous. Do you have security in the parking lot? Do you teach bear awareness classes? No, uh, we don't do any of those things. We just don't talk about it. What good does that do? It's fine. I mean, the bear only attacks like half of the congregation. Pornography affects over 50% of church members. This is no time to stay silent. New Freedom to Love is a church-sponsored video workshop designed to educate, inspire, and give hope. It is a shame-free, honest look at the facts about how porn steals our freedom to love the way our Creator intended us to love. This is a holistic, five-part series with targeted sessions for men, women, and youth. Pornography will be discussed biochemically, emotionally, and spiritually. New Freedom to Love is safe, but straightforward. You need to see this. Well, what did you think about the bear? <laughs> Claudio and Pam, give us a quick understanding of the people in the video. What point were they trying to make? Well, that it's something that is affecting all of us, mm -hmm. and it's hurting all of us. And, and Ivan, if I can just mention briefly the names of the presenters of the program. Among them, Mike Tucker, who's a speaker director of Faith for Today, well-known, and he talks about his own experience. Yes. Uh, Eric Stenbacken, who's the film director and producer. Dr. Celeste Holbrook, who's the Adventist, the only one that I know, the only Adventist sexologist. She's the, the Dr. Ruth of Adventism <laughs> in private practice in Dallas-Fort Worth area. Bernie Anderson, pastor, who is now 15 years sober or porn-free, and yes. Troy Beans. And so you have all these seminars and then unplugged sessions, conversations with the same presenters. All of those are free to download there from the website. Fantastic. You know... Um, this is not just a man's issue, is it, Pam? No, it's not. And, and I'm, I'm so glad because we need to really help folks understand that pornography is defined as images moving mm. or still or in words. Mm. And that's what's important for women because for so many women, novels or pornography to them. And a great example for in today's time is the book Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey is indeed pornography. Mm. 
Wow. Because as women, women are the main consumers of that book and okay. that movie that came out. And as they read the book, the images that are yeah. created in a woman's mind, that's pornography. Yeah. And so women sometimes are very quick to blame men and pornography is a, is a man's issue. Yes. When we need to consider the fact, what are we reading? Mm. Uh, what literature is in front of us on a day-to-day -day basis because that is pornography to women. Very interesting. Anything else very quickly on this website, newtolove.org? Newfreedomtolove.org. Freedom freedom mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we also have a number of links to other resources. Uh, Advent Source has one called Porn Does Not Have to Be the Norm, written mm -hmm. by Pastor Omar Miranda, who speaks about his own experience. Sure. Uh, Freedom Begins Here is a seminar that you can also use. And then there's Gateway to Wholeness, which is a website created by the General Conference Health Ministries Department. So we don't pretend that our resource is the one and only. It's just one more contribution that people can, ha can have access to, to help them, to educate themselves, and to educate others. Claudio and Pam, boy, we've just touched the surface. Thank you all for helping and helping ministers around the world on Ministry in Motion. Thank you for joining Thank you us. for having us. Glad to be here. Thank you. Do you feel shackled by the burden of pornography or feel stuck in a relationship with a spouse who is addicted? Well, from the Consuegras, we learned that pornography is not just a pastor's issue. It can also be found in the pews in any given church. Point number two they shared is that addiction or pornography causes addiction. And there is a cycle for this. And then they shared this whole trigger point called halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. These are trigger points for people to watch pornography. And then point number four, they shared a very new resource with us. You can go to ministryinmotion.tv to find out this new resource. And other resources also can be found on adventsource.org. Porn does not have to be the norm. Freedom begins here. Thanks so much for being with us. To find this program and other resources, visit www. .ministryinmotion.tv. There you will find a link to the new freedomtolove.org website. Until next time, may the Lord bless you with an overcoming spirit.